This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is so fun. Yeah, shake it out. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters, where we discuss all things health and well-being to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. Hi, I'm Amy Sherman, a marketing exec with a passion for wellness and beauty. Hi, I'm Katie Chandler, a former fit model that has a passion for health and fitness. We are sisters-in-law who share the same love for well-being, ready to sift through all the self-care noise and bring you a splash of what we think is fun. So let's get started. In today's episode, we talk to Ann Fryer, who's a personal branding expert, but she's really more than that. First of all, she's a close friend of mine, but she really helps people pull their passions from within and what they really love to do. So I felt that this episode was so inspiring and so positive, and I'm just excited for you all to listen and take in all of her insightful, beautiful commentary. Yeah, Anne has worked with some iconic brands from Johnny Walker, Absolute Vodka, JW Marriott. She is really um, helping people cultivate their passions and their they're making their dreams come true. What I love in the episode is she gives us five great tips to very easily steamroll making your dreams happen. It's unlike anything I've ever heard before. It was so inspiring, and it just felt like I could wake up tomorrow and get started and not be daunted by it. She is a ray of light and just full of so much positivity. Um, wait till the end. She gives us a mantra. We, we handed it off to her this time, and it's a really powerful one. It was such a pleasure to be with Anne today. Yep, and here we go. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters. I am so excited to welcome Anne Fryer to the pod. She is my energy guru. She is on a mission to inspire everyone to live purposely and invest in their future. And Anne is one of my dearest, closest friends, and I'm just so happy to have her on today and for her to meet Katie and for us to talk all things well-being, how to take care of yourself and really find and light up your passion. So with that, we're going to start this week with our weekly Nirvana, as we usually do. I will turn it to Katie to talk about what was good for her this week. Thanks, Aim. My weekly Nirvana is really kind of silly, but it brought me so much joy. I just had to bring it to the table. My husband doesn't watch any TV ever, unless it's the news, Talking Heads. And this week was like the first time I'm pretty sure in the... 15-ish years that we've been together that we Netflix and chilled like all week. Every day we binged a series together because he's watched this Cobra Kai, like the the Karate Kid reboot. It's it's like, it's the only show he's ever been into where he'll watch more than one episode with me. And I know it's ridiculous, but just to like, you know, be in bed together and watching back-to-back episodes for three or four hours every night this week was just... (laughs) I was joking with him. I was like, I've never felt closer to you. Aww. Me a lot of Just something so simple, you know? I love that. Yeah. I could do mine. It's funny. Mine is about my hubby too. So I had mentioned, I guess a couple times recently that I wanted to put those little like twinkle lights outside in our backyard because we have these trees and I just wanted to put those lights around the tree because I just love that whole vibe. It's just so cute. So I just happened to mention it in passing. And then P.S. the next day, I look outside in the dark and three of our trees have lights going around the trees. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so sweet that he just like thought of it, ordered that he got these solar lights and they're so cute. And then when you look outside, it's a little night vibe. It was very, very sweet for him to think of it and just do it and didn't even mention it. And then I just happened to notice that it was super sweet. Yeah. Cheers to the hubbies this week. What about you, Anne? Well, good morning, ladies. So honored and humbled to be here with the Nirvana sisters. Thank you so, so much for having me. My Nirvana, I I have to say it was January 20th. It was such an incredible day. That would be an amazing one. Hope and unity coming together. My, My three special people, President Joe Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, and of course, poet Amanda Gorman that just hit it out of the ballpark. So inspiring. So for me, 
this year's the new year. I'm excited, happy, feeling united and ready to go. I know. I felt starting January 20th and the next day, everyone that I spoke to was so calm and felt like they could breathe out. Mm-hmm. And it was this huge sense of relief on everyone or most people I spoke with. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. I saw a rainbow, I feel. Yeah. And uh, the poet, she, what was her name again? Amanda Gorman? Mm-hmm. Amanda Gorman. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was so uplifting and inspiring and so appropriate. It was it was phenomenal. She yeah. is breathtaking. Yeah. Oh, Anne, I want to get to know you a little bit. I know oh. you and Amy know each other very well. I just love the positivity that I'm feeling from you. And oh. I know a little bit about your, your company. You do personal branding. And we're curious, where are you from? And how did that shape you into the positive person that you are now and, and, and your business? I mean, I know that's kind of an extended question. But- <laughs> I love that question, Katie. Well, I've been hearing your name for over four years. And as Amy called me her energy guru, she's my positivity guru. So <laughs> I feel I'm feeling the energy always, all the time. I actually was born in South Africa and then spent most of my formative years in a teeny little country called Luxembourg and then came to the U.S. for college. So sort of call myself a global citizen, but at the end of the day, we're all global citizens, all sort of connected and united. But I would say what really shaped me was my, really my mom. She has the biggest, most positive personality. And she's also just five foot. I should frame that. Like (laughs) a small frame, big personality, um, mama bear. And what sort of drove me insane as a kid, which I can't believe I'm even sharing that, she would talk to every single person, every <laughs> single person on every journey, whether it was going now to I know the where you get grocery it. store, where we're at the gas station, when we were in a restaurant. And you, as a shy kid, I would say, mom, what are you doing? He doesn't want to talk to you right now. We're on a train. It's We need to be quiet. She loves hearing people's stories. She's like, Anne, There's nothing more important in a day than giving someone the opportunity to share their story and who they are. And she's like, what are you racing off for? You have the day you have. Live in the present. So she's had um, a big impact on me. And I always say this, and it's not my quote, I always want someone leaving me feeling 1% better. And if we can all think that, I think the world would go around a little easier and a little better each day. Wow. I love that. It's, you're exuding optimism. It's so <laughs> beautiful. I love that. So Queen. You. your professional background then, I know yeah. you and Amy met through work. Is that right? We did. Amy was my unbelievable, sparkling manager, just an extraordinaire. And she embodies everything I think you look for in a leader. So Amy, Aww. I'm bowing to you. And at the end of the day, there's, there's, there's such simple mechanisms to, I think, how to lead and how to manage. And that, I mean, across people or brands and it's believing in people. And Amy came into my life on the first day. I felt sort of, I had someone who had my back, who was there to cheerlead and support and believe in me. And I think if whether it's in an office environment or outside, I always say I'm not a coach. I'm not a therapist. I'm your accountability partner and cheerleader. I just want everyone that I meet in my path to feel good. And you've been in working in the professional space probably over 20 years. So yes. I know you've worked with a lot of big brands. You've done, would it just give yeah. us a little bit of your background? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I actually fell into my career as a, a government major at a liberal arts school. And I was going to head down to DC where you are, Amy. I wanted to be a lawyer. I had all these sort of aspirations to go back to law school. And I actually fell into the agency world um, at a small event marketing agency and it transformed me. I, I loved creating these sort of memorable partnerships and experiences and sort of then landed up growing up in that space focused first sort of on consumer goods. So I've touched really sort of big iconic brands that I love, Johnny Walker, Absolute, Chivas, Jameson, And then find myself after a few more agency stints in between sort of larger multinational firms where I got to work with Amy on our luxury brands portfolio. And I think 
sort of at the core of all it is, it's just like, how do you continue to build, transform, innovate, reinvent brands that we've worked on? But at the end of the day, we're all brands as well. So doing it for iconic brands and the people brand. And is that, that how you got the idea to start the personal branding business? <laughs> Great question, Katie. I was thinking about that, actually. I'm like, how did this? I really just sort of fell into it. I th- I and it's something I think about, like, we always get stuck on like how to start. I don't even think I knew I'd started anything. It was just something I was doing. So naturally, I've always loved helping people tell their story. And I'm no creative writer. I always like to say that. But how do you sort of pull out people's strengths? And that's not just like whether you have direct ports, whether you have a manager, whether you have peers, agency partners, friends, strangers. I actually started years ago, which just sounds so dorky, with resume writing. I actually got certified, definitely not sexy, let me tell you. <laughs> but I had so many people around me were looking to transition and change. And I'd say, oh, let me look at your resume. And I thought, wow, I know everything they do. They're so amazing, but their story and what their strengths are isn't really on this one piece of paper. So I wanted to go back and sort of learn how you can frame up what you do, how you share your accomplishments, what's important to tell anyone that doesn't know you. And then it sort of just sort of evolved from there. That's such a different mindset than just hitting your resume, right? Where you write down, (laughs) I was this at this place for X, Y, Z years. Coming from my perspective, I yeah. fashion. I was a fit model, so and then now I've been a stay-at-home mom for the last eight years. So my resume would be this long. You would have your whole bio written. We will. Your story is glorious. I love it. I heard you on the podcast the other day, and uh-huh. your story is amazing. And I think, and Katie, your story is actually amazing because I think so much of what we do in corporate America, we get stuck sometimes on. Uh, you know, looking for upper mobility or looking to attach ourselves to a title um, or one element. There's so much that goes into it. And I hope, and to all those amazing recruiters out there, everyone has a story and it goes north, south, east, west, takes time off to become something else, to transition or find a side hustle that we should sort of be open to everyone's path and journey and what they're doing. So I think your story is amazing. I would love to write your resume. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be calling you. (laughs) And you have, I know, tons of different people and clients and companies that you're working with right now. It's beyond impressive how you have built your business in really the last year, I would say, with all of these people coming to you. And what have you seen? I mean, when you talk to people, how do you help them pull out their passion or pull out sort of their nirvana? What what makes them excited? What lights them up? How do you kind of get them thinking about that? I love that question, Amy. Thank you. I think it's just starting with no prejudgment. What I've learned from all the clients I've met, and I feel so humbled with everyone that's come into my life, that um, sometimes we forget just to listen. And everyone feels so attached. What I've sort of learned and seen a theme is to something negative that happened. I, I had to leave that job because of X or Y happened. And I truly think a lot of people struggle to share everything they're amazing at. So what I've learned is I actually don't do any work. I give them the platform and I just sit there with an unbiased view for them to tell me everything about them, ebbs and flows. And actually, it's my first conversation. There's no time limit in an exploratory call. I never want anyone to feel that they've gotten stuck to jam pack everything they want to share in 20 minutes, 40 minutes. So there's no actual formula. I actually listen. And then over time, sort of prob them to go deeper. Why don't you talk about that more? And generally, it's something to do with I've been told by a recruiter, it doesn't look good that I took time off to take care of a sick parent or to go back and have a family or my husband or my wife got transferred and I had to find a new job. And I think we should get more comfortable saying, I love that year off. I decided to go back and get a certificate in interior design and look what I did in my home. I actually learned project management. So I think giving people the opportunity to realize the things that maybe 
society, at least in how you look at, I mean, you can go back to resume, it doesn't look normal. Let's plug that in now and share that you took time off to do something else. Yeah, I think that is so smart. And most people, you're right, look at those things as negative when they're really positive because you have taken an experience and you've probably done something that you're passionate about. And then when you're talking about it, you get excited. Leading me to my next thought is really about how when you're doing something Mm -hmm. that you love and it makes you happy and it's really when you reach your nirvana. So I think in your experience, just again, what you were saying is how are you seeing people change when you talk to them and when they are sort of, when you are pulling this out of them? It's so amazing. I actually get so emotional thinking about it. Um, (laughs) So I apologize. It is just the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced, truly ever. I think when you sort of give someone the platform to speak about everything that they're so proud of, and I'm thinking of a client who works in music right now, in the music industry, who uh, has been on tour for over 20 years. How do you pivot, you know, when we've got a global pandemic? You know, what do you do and thinking of so many amazing friends, you know, in hospitality. And I think not focusing in on tours and music, but what are your core strengths? There's actually an amazing book out there. It's called Strengths Finder. And my clients are looking to pivot. I always say, take it and find the five themes. And it's whether those themes connect to you or not, it gives the client an opportunity. And I'm, I, I laser focus in on this client because he really just sort of saw himself as a gent in music and nothing else. And to mm-hmm. me, music was the background to the work he was doing, which I believe he could do across any industry. And so having him share with me what he does every day, I didn't even see or hear music. I actually saw something completely different. And I just have to share, he got a new job last week, which wow. he told me about that is not in music. I do hope live tours do come back though on a side note. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm so touched by how touched you are <laughs> by your clients and their transformation. And so you were just saying that there's the, the five, five themes. Yeah. What are those? Could you translate those into five tips that would just help somebody easily think, how can I pull out these qualities or pivot my, my career? Yeah, that's a, that's a great, Question, Katie. I love it. For background for the audience, the the Strengths Finder has 34 themes. And what I love about it, it's not necessarily your hard skills, it's sort of soft skills. And I actually don't anymore like to even separate skills like that because I think they're skills, just period. But I think we've learned to talk about what we're really brilliant at, which I'm a really good X or Y. I'm very analytical. I'm very good writer. We don't talk about other things like I'm empathetic or I'm very inclusive or I'm positive. And those things I think is so important. I think if anything, they're more important. And generally, you know, unless you're going to space, there's probably, you know, a different skill set you need there. <laughs> um, but for me, I actually think when I think of five tips for me, I define them sort of as core values. So sort of my core values that I like to share. And I want each and every client, friend, teammate to think of theirs. But for me, and I sort of set them up as powering forward. So really every single day, and it's so hard. And I know this this past year has been so incredibly hard to think about how to take a step forward. This incredible podcast is a perfect example. I am, I'm still petrified and I love Amy and I'm so excited to be on here. And I was like, how could I even be on a podcast? I'm not ready. I don't have a website. I don't have that. It, you're never ready. You never have everything. And as a recovering perfectionist who's never ready for anything, I've realized <laughs> don't ask so many questions and don't overthink so much. Just, just do it. So I think progress over perfection, right? Yes, Amy. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yes. A hundred percent. So powering forward. The second for me is living simply and really sort of focusing on what matters. There is so much noise around us and there's always so much to do. And there's just, 
it, it just gets so overwhelming. And Amy probably knows this about me. I just, I love simplicity. And, you know, even like the smallest things you can do and change even in your routine. And I love your beauty hacks and the products. And even like, what do you have in your bathroom? And what do you use every day? Just, I think I actually believe working on other things, sometimes not about getting the new job, helps you over time get what you need. So Hmm. focusing on your daily rituals. So for me, simplicity, 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 you know, start with your desk at home, start with your kitchen cabinet and not cabinets, plural, just one, just focus on one. And I, there's something that lifts you up, I think. And then you start to see small progress. Most people don't wake up and go, I do. I cannot wait to work on my LinkedIn profile today. I cannot <laughs> wait to optimize that profile. That is just going to be so fun. So think about something else in your everyday life. And actually the opposite effect happens, Katie. I've learned that after I've worked with a client on something and I've said, you know, just send me one document with ABC, like your three biggest projects over the last five years. They go, wow, actually, I took got rid of everything. I realized I had about 50 things I was going to share with you. But when I realized that I only had three, you don't need really more than that. And then the simplicity rolls into other things in your life. I think practicing compassion, and I talk about this so much, but I mean practicing compassion with yourself. We're so hard on ourselves every single day. Everyone doesn't feel like they're making, I get texts and calls and emails, smoke signals, people saying, I didn't do enough, Anne, I let you down. I didn't do my homework. Just be kind with yourself. Every single day is a new day. If you didn't get it done, don't worry about it. We'll just pick it up the next day. Just, just, this is a process, you know, don't, you know, we're working on amazing things every day and other things come up. And I think for me, partnering together, sort of my number four, don't do it alone. You know, we all need an accountability partner. I I love, I love, I love Nirvana Sisters. I love that you've come together and are both united and sharing each other's stories and just the passion you have with the, the guests you bring on and sharing their stories. But the fact that you're doing it together, it's so magical. I think we all, and people say, well, I don't know who to ask. Anyone, neighbor, friend, partner, reach out to someone new. I would say over the past year, I've reconnected with some of the closest school friends I had in like the third grade in South Africa that I'd lost touch with. We're back to best friends again. I oh, wow. think we don't have the opportunity now like we have to be socializing as much. So look for connection in a different way. And then the last, I guess if I'd call it a tip is promoting good. And I know good is a used word so much right now, but I mean, at the end of the day, it sort of summarizes everything I truly believe. Just be a good steward in every action and thought you have and just help help everyone around you. And again, I think the focus is not so much about the personal brand is just about how you feel about yourself and valuing yourself around the people you you know. That I'm was so inspired. I <laughs> okay, I'm like, wait, I gotta write all these things down. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that that was so much great information and Thank so you. so many tips you unloaded within even just like five <laughs> points. The one I think that stood out to me the most was. The, the simplicity and doing an action every day do, is something like cleaning out your cabinet. Is, do you feel that part of that is it just kind of boosts your productivity, which boosts your confidence, which just leads you towards wanting to unpack more and do more for yourself and, and kind of guide you in the right direction? Is that is that the feel behind it? A hundred Katie, you summarize that so beautifully. A, a thousand, a thousand percent. I think everyone says, like, what do you want to be? And what did you love? Like, was it brand building or storytelling? Yes, all of that. Obviously, Amy's an unbelievable brand builder. For me, there's also this thread of organizational excellence. People are like, what does organizing have to do with brand building? I'm like, oh, Amy, right? I, I love it. She is the organization queen. Plenty of time. I, there is, and you and Amy are doing such a brilliant job on sharing the importance of well-being. And I think, what does that mean? For me, yes, 
simplicity equals productivity and productivity equals well-being. And I think we wait all day, all week, all month, all year sometimes to do small, I always say small shifts are the biggest changes. I'm always thinking I can't start a business or I can't do X. No, maybe not today, but actually each little change you make is of leading you on that path. And that's why for me, simplicity, productivity, and well-being all go together. I just feel better. Yeah, I have to say, I mean, that's really good advice because I am guilty of this and so many of us are. You get very overwhelmed when you think about a project or something you have to do. Something you were just saying, cleaning out the kitchen cabinet. For me, I'll put it off because to me, it's all or nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I've tried over the last year or so, if I have a project or something to do, just do a little bit at a time. Like Mm -hmm. Even launching this podcast, instead of getting overwhelmed and thinking about all the things that could go wrong, I was like, okay, one day I'm going to research this. The next day, Katie's going to do this. Slowly, it starts to come together. And I think you can get very overwhelmed if you try to do it all at once. And that sort of leads me to another thought, and we've sort of covered it, but really about the fear of getting started. Because I think, like I said, it's very hard to start something. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you just have to do it. But how do you motivate people that are feeling overwhelmed and just the fear that they're going to fail and they're afraid to start? Yeah, I I love that question, Amy, because I think all of us have this layer of fear in anything we're going to do because we feel at least I know I do I'm not going to do it right but there is no right or wrong with progress so I tell every single one of my clients the fact that we're having this conversation today was the biggest step forward you didn't even do anything yet you did everything you decided today was the first day to a journey of new possibilities and I think when you frame up what it looks like, but they're like, but and we haven't accomplished anything. I don't have the new job yet. I said, oh, that, oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that will, that will come. I'm not so worried about that. That, that's like the best part at the end. I think it's more about self worth. And right now, I think everyone, this pandemic has left everyone, whether you have a job, you don't have a job, you're pivoting, you're shifting, you're changing on edge. We just, everyone's living on edge. And what does it look like? And how does it feel? And we are all living in fear. And whatever progress looks like for you, it's that one email, it's that one call, whether it's working with a service you find online, I say find a friend. It doesn't even have to be someone you hire. It can be your accountability button. And so much, and I think there's obviously so many studies out there that when you have a buddy, you're going to walk longer. You're going to work out more. And I think that's where is your personal branding buddy? Do you know what I mean? You can hire, and there's amazing experts out there who are unbelievable. There's executive leadership coaches. They're amazing therapists. They're, uh, if you do need to work out, obviously amazing trainers. But I think what about finding your, finding your Amy, finding your Katie, you're accountable to each other every Saturday morning or whatever day you choose or whatever time to shop and do something so amazing together and sort of spread compassion and love and I think every day because I love listening to you. How does that translate? So I would say Fear is something that I think sort of dissipates if you have someone that's there for you. So maybe, and I have this with myself with actually a couple of friends, we have a time in the week where we check in. I think we need to connect even more now than ever. And I have different projects with different friends. I have extraordinary people in my life who are like brilliant at millions of things I'm not. So we just push and encourage each other to check in and sort of meet a goal once a week. And I've absolutely loved it. So with your own things, whether it's getting ready for a new career or a kitchen renovation, find someone you can talk to about it. That's great advice. Do you you feel that there, have you seen with your clients a common thread aside from this fear of getting started, right? It's a daunting process to to put together and achieve your dream, but Mm -hmm. people also have to be afraid of failure and rejection. And I mean, Mm -hmm. is that a big theme with your clients? Huge, 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 huge. And very similar to what Amanda Uh, so eloquently did in her poem. And I think about the strength and power of words. I have so many clients that 
would and friends that would say, I can't believe it, Anne. I got rejected. I didn't get that job or, you know, X didn't happen. And now we're going to lose sight for the next six months. I said, you didn't get rejected. You got, re- you got redirected. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think it's how you frame up the position and, and what it is. So that takes fear out of it. You're fearful when you think you're failing, but I don't think getting the job or not getting the job matters i think yes you live in live in the moment it's it's sad when something happens and i'm not taking away from that moment we've all been there there are so many amazing things i've always hoped for and it didn't happen but i truly truly believe katie and i love that question that everything is directing you somewhere else and it's very similar in that movie years ago sliding doors you know there's there's a reason something happens you know maybe you will you know you miss that flight, you get on another one and you meet your future husband. Do you know what I mean? So it's not so bad after all. (laughs) No, it's so, so true. And I think a big piece of all of this is really self-reflection. And Mm -hmm. I think people have a hard time reflecting. So I know, Mm -hmm. Anne, that you are really good at internalizing and understanding how you're feeling. What do you recommend to people? Do you have tips for self-reflection or tactics that you use to really think about yourself and staying positive and all of those sorts of things. I love that, Amy. Yes, I'm very big in journaling. And one of the gifts I give to every client after we've worked together, I say this hasn't ended. This is just the beginning. It's a new beginning and I want it to continue. I believe, and I think we all know the power of journaling. I don't think I even knew it until I really started it. But again, to Katie's earlier point about simplicity, I got myself overwhelmed. I thought, what am I? I don't have time. I'm tired. I want to read a book. I want to read a magazine. And I thought, and if you write one word in your journal tonight, that's progress. That's all you need. That one word that defines the whole day or defines how I'm feeling or is the word that I want to bring into my day tomorrow. So I've simplified journaling even for myself because I found it overwhelming. And I, mm-hmm. I found I was failing before I even started because I thought, and I also have terrible handwriting. So I was like, I can't remember what I wrote because I can't even read it. Sometimes just one word. So close the day by being grateful for that day and maybe the progress you made, whether you feel like you did or didn't, you still made it. And then the next day, think about what you hope to achieve. That's beautiful. It's, you know, what I'm, the vibe I'm getting off of you is that you really believe in things are going to unfold the way that they're supposed to. And mm-hmm. it's like you're allowing that, to, that gives the person the ability to take the pressure off of themselves mm-hmm. and just make the journey so much easier and, and, and tell themselves, it's okay. Stop being so hard on myself. Things are going to unfold as they unfold. Mm-hmm. And what is going to come out of that is, is going to be positive and a career. Mm -hmm. And it's courage. I think that's, I think my clients are so incredibly courageous and I use the word client even loosely. I feel like whether, in whatever capacity I know you and we're working together, whether friends or teammates that at least every person I feel that I've been able and feel so humbled to have heard their story and what they've shared I think it's so incredibly courageous and just to be able to share your journey and what you've done. And I think that sometimes we're so busy and we have so much we need to accomplish in one day. And we're so worried sometimes generally about everyone else around us. And it's very similar to sort of the oxygen mask analogy on the airplane that we forget to put our own oxygen mask on. And I don't think, and I can't think even of a time where you just sort of sit down and think about yourself as a brand like what are your core values and I know I mentioned sort of five tips earlier I think about those core values every single day am I living against my core values and it's helped me figure out a lot of the decisions I want to make I think life throws things at you to test you Mm. so it throws you opportunities and I know me, I love a good opportunity. I love a good partnership. I'm like, yes, you know, but sometimes if you're not measuring them against your, your larger, I say every person should sort of have a purpose and 
Amy knows this, and we all have our beautiful, right, Amy, brand architecture and our pyramid and everything, and it gets overwhelming. And people's like, what do you mean purpose versus a mission versus an objective? Like, I just hate that one thing you're living towards. And then what are your core values? That, it's simple as that. For me, it's cultivate human potential. In those three words, every single day, that's what I hope to have the honor of doing in some capacity. And then when I'm looking against my core values and I feel every day I'm falling down or messing up or not doing the right thing, I say, it's okay, Anne, just next time, look back at your core values and, and go and do a little little bit better next time. Love that. So, yeah. I love <laughs> it. And we're not putting you in the spot, but since <laughs> you're so amazing at reading people and getting people to sort of unearth what they're good at, I love what you said about having a partner, because I think that is what has made Katie and I's journey so great is that we're doing it together. Mm-hmm. And actually my husband, Stu, is the one of, because I knew I wanted to have something in my life that was outside of work, that was a passion, that's something around that I loved. And I always was so overwhelmed with the idea of starting anything. And he's like, why don't you do something with someone? Because you would be amazing, but I think you need someone to kind of jive off of and riff off of. And then I talked to Kate, we motivate each other. And I think it's really kept us going. And it's so empowering for both of us. How, just from what you know of us and for what you're doing right now is how can you help us with growing Nirvana Sisters? And, And I don't mean promoting it and that sort of thing, growing it and keeping with it and staying Staying positive and just pretend like you're helping us kind of think about the next level. I love that, Amy. Well, one, congratulations on this tremendous launch. I've, I've listened to every episode and it is so authentic and so real. And I'm just like, who's going to be on next? I think the beauty in what you and Katie are doing is that you're promoting real people. And I absolutely love love, love so many of the extraordinary entrepreneurs and executives that we listen to on some of those other amazing podcasts we won't mention. But they, their story and their success is very intimidating. And I sometimes don't know, they kind of, they were at A and then when they're sort of sharing their story, and yes, they do sort of share the the struggles and the and the the ebbs and flows of how they got there, but they still made it. And I think when you're starting out, or and again, that doesn't mean whether you're an entrepreneur and you're starting something new, or you're an entrepreneur within an organization where you need to go in and innovate and reinvent and do something differently. It's intimidating. And I think for Nirvana Sisters, you've got this incredible platform and. Amy, you are a transformative brand builder. It's the, your background is unbelievable. And then Katie brings such an incredible juxtaposition in her sort of background as a fit model. And together, the beauty in that is that you speak real to real people. And so I would encourage you and love to see you continue to take people that are starting out. And I listened to your podcast the other day about Barbie Blanket. And that started by an amazing female founder who started out one person and she's growing and she's on the cusp, but she's still an emerging, you know, got an emerging brand that's just starting out. And I think if Nirvana Siskas can be a platform for entrepreneurs that are in their early stages of creating something and are truly going through the struggles, you know, or like myself, I don't even have a platform. What does that even mean? But you, why not share sort of your gifts? And I think I would love, and you're doing it, to see you become a platform that real people can hear real people's stories early, early on. And I know, Amy, you're such an entrepreneur and you follow so many incredible brands out there and sort of have a natural instinct to what's going to work. And I think having you and Katie inject questions out there that someone who's in college or someone that wants to start to those entrepreneurs you're going to you're going to have more fans than you know raving fans and then of course i have to talk about platforms 
Instagram, beautiful Instagram. And I know there's so many algorithms there. Make sure every single guest you have is promoting Nirvana Sisters on their channels. And then I think there's such power in being thought leaders. And you and uh, Katie are thought leaders in health, wellness, well-being space, one, and then in brand building as another. One, the physical iconic brands because of the brands you worked on, and then the personal brands like yourselves. And so sharing your stories, which I know you've done so beautifully, but continue to do so, I think will help I'm waiting for you to get ridden up in Washingtonian magazine next. <laughs> next up, New York Times. <laughs> I love that. Let's manifest that out into the world. And, and I love that advice. And it really does kind of bring me back when you're talking about core values. Because Katie and I, when we first started talking about like, yeah, we want to talk about well-being and being in the present and all of those things. But we do want to talk to real people, whether it's an entrepreneur or my parents, right? It's exactly. really about the stories and the down-to-earth discussions that you have Mm -hmm. on the phone. And so Katie and I's first concept was like, let's pretend like we're on the phone and someone's just listening in versus Mm -hmm. this produced, whatever, whatever. So I love that you recognize that and brought it to the forefront to remind us that this is about well-being and taking care of yourself, but it's not this intimidating sort of Mm-hmm. wellness space that everybody's in. It's really about real people, real connection, which then leads you to feeling good and all of the things you can do to feel good. So I love that. Thank you for yeah. that advice. Thank you for that advice. That was so great. Yeah, no, of course. The one thing I love about your platform is like, it's organic. It's something you both truly beautifully love. And I feel like even when I, I can't even consider what I do a business because it comes so naturally. It's just, I wake up love loving what I do. And I think if anyone can find something out there, I say always go back to when you were a kid, your childhood tells you what you're good at and tells you what your passion is. So I think sometimes we're always like, I'm looking for my passion and what am I good at? Me included. I'm always like, what? (laughs) when I grow up one day, I'll figure it out. And I'm like, wait, I'm in it, you know? And what if you were the little kid that loved building forts or you loved organizing tea parties or you loved being on stage, over time, that actually doesn't change that much. I think a lot of what comes naturally to you as a child and how you are, obviously we all evolve and grow and things change. But I think there's so many things that are innate that we feel accustomed to. And like, I loved organizing as a child. I, yes, my, I organized my playroom. Like I wanted an organized <laughs> playroom. Like I loved it. Like that was playing to me. And um, still today, you know, something I love doing is as silly as that sounds. But um, yeah. And I, I think I traveled um, and had such an incredible opportunity as a kid to grow up in so many amazing places, but I was always the new kid. And I think over time I realized that it was so important to make sure all you need to do is just connect to one person. And you're doing that with your platform every day. You're connecting with one person and giving them the opportunity to share their story and platform. And I applaud you both for doing such an exemplary job. We applaud you. (laughs) You're like an overflowing wealth of this beautiful knowledge of how someone can cultivate their dreams and their passion. I mean, I, I was talking to my seven-year-old the other day about growing up and finding, a, you know, working and, and what that means. Cause she hasn't ever seen mommy go to work. Oh. He sees daddy go to work and he <laughs> loves his job. Yeah, and you're working every day. Yeah. Harder than most people. <laughs> well, this is true. We all know that as mothers, but she, I said to her, you, you just have to find something that you love. Like mm-hmm. I, you don't even know as a child mm-hmm. the the wealth of opportunity that's out there, mm-hmm. uh, the different types of careers right now. She just says, well, no, we just want to be a singer or a dancer. And I'm like, right. That's great. But you have no idea how many other really cool things you could sink your teeth into. Mm-hmm. And there's so much truth behind if you go to work every day doing something that you love, it's not work, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I have to applaud you and thank you because it's so inspiring. Uh, your work that you're doing is just it's unlike anyone else that I've ever met you're really probably bringing such 
joy to so many people. It's really so beautiful. So having said that, our listeners are going to be dying to know. (laughs) So how do they find you to help their dreams come true? That's so sweet, Katie. Thank you. And thank you so much for those kind words. Um, I would say the easiest and best platform for me because I'm on it so much is LinkedIn. So you just can find me under my name, Anne Fryer. Um, And obviously, we'll message you from there. But, um, you know, I just want to applaud you both again. And Amy, I have to give you a special shout out because you have truly been my energy and positivity. I don't know why I get so emotional, but uh, I do believe that, you know, certain people come into your life at certain times. And I think now more than ever, we're sort of seeing the key relationships and connections that are coming and boiling up to the top and, I just want to remind everyone out there to continue to cultivate those. Those are so important and take the time now more than ever to listen to each other. And it doesn't matter where you live, what you do, whether you're in something, whether you're not, if you want to start something. I think the reason I loved collaborating so much with Amy, we have such a incredible I think connection around partnerships and partnerships can be anything, whether it's in business or outside. And I've seen the strength and this has been sort of the theme of the conversation, but again, the partnership between the two of you and what you've done and what you're building is just amazing. And I'm just so lucky to be on Nirvana sisters when, when you're out there, like I remember that day. Thank you. To to wrap up, we're going to do our little wrap session where we just have a few quick questions And the first one is, what is your favorite wellness or beauty hack? Ooh, I love that. So I would say mine, it's it's incredible because one of my best friends is Swedish. And again, it's so simple, but there's a word in Swedish called fika, F-I-K-A. And there's actually a brand now in the U.S. um, called Fika, but Fika is a tradition. It's a it's a moment. It's a afternoon moment. And if we translated it, and it doesn't truly mean this, it means coffee break. It's a Mm. coffee and sort of um, cookie break, and you take it in the afternoon. And it's a no one in Sweden and. To all my dear Swedish friends, I hope I'm telling this, sharing this tradition. Beautiful. It's something that I do every afternoon. My parents are English and Scottish, so like afternoon tea is a massive tradition. And of course, I would love to have a hour and a half afternoon tea with scones every single day. Not quite. Oh my god, that's, that's, right that's, now. that'll be our next outing together. And <laughs> we can all get together again. I'm I feeling it. Love it. I, I love clotted cream and jam. But right now, Fika, a little shorter, so maybe it's a little, it's 15 minutes, but I don't miss it. I mean, obviously, if there's a call, but around four o'clock, I will religiously, it's a, 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 it's a ritual for me, will make tea and have, and then we'll call someone unrelated to work, just have a moment, take a break, go outside, get fresh air, but a Fika moment is taking time for yourself. That's brilliant. Yeah. I love that one. That sort of answered both the questions. The next one I was going to ask was really, how do you maintain your daily nirvana? But it sounds like your wellness hack and your daily nirvana (laughs) is kind of all in one, which I love. Very immersive. A very immersive experience. (laughs) I know you like to do your walks too, Anne. I love love a walking meet. Anyone that knows me, I love long, long walks. If, If in general we can talk and get things done walking. Are you still doing runs with your dad? Yes, I am. It's one of my favorite things. Katie, backstory. I used to be a runner then stopped for many years. And then when COVID hit, my dad's a big marathon runner over 100 marathons. He decided to start training me again. (laughs) By training, I mean, you know, five (laughs) Ks. I mean, I can run for maybe 10 minutes. So that's extremely impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Fabulous. Well, Anne, I just have to thank you again. That was such a fun interview. And I'm going to be walking away with a lot of inspiration for today for Nirvana Sisters also. So thanks for that. But why don't you stick around for our product review, Ames? I'm really excited to hear what you have for us today. Okay. So it's a few things. So firstly, Anne was talking about journaling. And here is the journal that Anne got me, which I've decorated with stickers. But <laughs> Anne got me this beautiful journal, see, with my initials on it, probably about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I loved getting it because when do you ever kind of get gifts like that from friends? 
it just was so special to me. And so what I started doing in this journal when she gave it to me is writing notes about what I wanted to do. And I started writing and researching the podcast using this journal. And I added all these fun stickers just to inspire me that just say, you know, like radiate positivity and happy mind, happy life and good vibes and just different fun things. So when I look at the journal, it gives me some, some good positivity. So I did start my podcast research and all that in this journal and writing down all my thoughts. So I just wanted to thank Um, Anne for that. And then the next thing I have, which is a great talking about organization and planning and things like that is a journal that I use from a company called Inc and Mm Volts. And what it is, it's just a, it's a planner and every year I get one and it has, this is my one from last year, but I'll just show you. It has in the beginning, really kind of like bringing your year into focus And so you can answer questions like, what would it look like if this year went perfectly? What would you have to be and do? And what do you want to start doing this year? And what's your theme for the year and your goals? And you sort of start it by filling out this yearly part. And then you go into the months and every month and every week has goals. Every month has like this month I will do. And it could be little things, big things. And it also 31 day challenge for the next 31 days. I want to do X, Y, Z. I want to make this happen because my plan of action is this. And then you sign it to commit to yourself. And then every week you just have these weekly goals and to your point and a reflect and celebrate. So you write down the things you want to do and then just your reflections and celebrations from the week before. And so I like to go in here and I like that it's weekly so I can kind of do it on a Sunday and think about the things I want to do and reflect and celebrate the previous week. And then I kind of do my weekly weekly outlook in here and write in all the things that I want to do. And there's just something about kind of writing out your week, even though I have it in my phone. It's nice to just look at this, see the week get my mind in focus and get me ready. So it's a really good way. And then at the end of every month, it'll review your yearly goals, review your monthly goals. And it kind of reminds you like, oh, let me go back to my yearly goals. Are my moving daily? Am I eating well? Just all those things. It's like a good reminder. So I love this planner. It's called Ink and Volt. And I have my new one, which sadly I haven't even opened yet, but I got a white one, which I love. It's a pearl white. I'm going to open it today, Anne, because you've inspired me because I was like, Oh, I got to open it and write all this stuff. And I'm going to open it. I'm going to write one page today. So I've started because I usually do it at the beginning of January. We're a little bit later than that, but I'm going to start it today so I can get my year going and really think through. So just a little recommendation for this Ink and Vault planner. I think it's great. And anytime you can get a journal to write out ideas, it's always a fabulous idea. That's great. I'm definitely getting one of those. I know, me too. <laughs> one word, like Anne said, I'll start with one word. And to end our podcast today, I'm going to flip it to Anne because I've asked her to give us a mantra to inspire us. First of all, you've given us so many, and we are so thankful that you are on this show and you are definitely an honorary Nirvana sister for sure. <laughs> but I know you'll have a closing mantra for us. So let me hand it off to you. Amy, Katie, thank you so much for the honor. My mantra is value yourself so others know your worth. And I think it's very important to remember all of your incredible strengths and to remind yourself of your intentions and how amazing you are, which is so hard for so many people, but each and every one of us have so many gifts to share. Make sure that you always talk about yourself positively and in a positive light. So you're sparkling so that others see the worth and what you give the world every day. Mm, beautiful. So powerful. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much, Anne. Yeah, thank you, Anne. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana.